In life, there is beauty, and there is terror. One must not overwhelm the other. To embrace both, you'll need the strength of a warrior, the stealth of a predator, and the wisdom of a master. Once you have found your power, you must decide what you fight for. Hello, this is Smallville Chronicles. Uh, we are doing our in-between season movie slash pilot special. We watched Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. Uh, joining me as always is the illustrious Alan Muir. Hello. And this time around, we have a menage John with John Seiler. Uh, we just inherited a big problem. Oh, God. And uh, <laughs> John Scott. You know, I would repeat Chris Pine saying I love this job. After watching this movie, I don't feel that way. I, I do want to say for the first thing, the because of like the podcast shows that we do, there's so many CW people involved <laughs> in this thing that it's gross. And I, I think the main thing we'll all say is how did anybody get a job after this movie? <laughs> I think, well, and also it's on point with the podcast, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess a quick plot crunch. This is what I thought the plot of the movie is. Chun-Li's a girl. Her dad does something that's in business. He is kidnapped by Bison, who is played by uh, Neil McDonough, who is doing an... Irish accent. Which I have so many questions about. (laughs) Which, by the way, he was recently in Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, was he really? For like two seconds. For like two seconds, which was like kind of funny. But he's in some way because he's also Dum Dum Dugan in the MCU. He is. I yeah. completely forgot about that. Yeah, he, he's in uh, Peggy Carter, and he's in the first Captain America, and then he was in what season three of Arrow, I think. Season four. Season four of Arrow and season two of Legends. Two and three, I think. Yeah. Yeah, uh, three which, because that was the demon season. Yeah, so he was terrible in Arrow and awesome in Legends. Um, so Neil McDonough kidnapped M. Bison, which I don't even think they say M. Bison, they just say Bison. Bison. I- Irish Bison kidnaps Chun Li's father with Balrog, played by uh, Michael Clark Duncan, who was in the, the late great Michael Clark Duncan. Yes, from Sin City, um, Daredevil, Daredevil, which Green Lantern and, and Green Lantern. He's Kilowog. And and Michael Clark Duncan really does kind of try in this movie. Uh, try as in he's basically doing the same faces he did in Daredevil. He's, he's the only one <laughs> yeah. who has an Academy Award in this entire cast. So yeah. He's oh like, God, that's <laughs> disgusting. Hey man, um, Taboo's got like a Grammy, I think. I'm sure he does. Yes, Taboo is in this movie from Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> um, so then we jump to the future and 
Chun Li is living with her mom, and Bison is creating a gang empire. Uh, hold on, you forgot. Chun Li, <laughs> a classically trained pianist, not a street, and also a kind of street fighter? Question mark. Well, her uh, father it teaches her Wing uh, Wing Chun. Yeah, because everybody's got to get down tonight. Um, oh my God, you just made me feel old by not even commenting. That's a song. No, I, I get the song. I get it. I just don't have anything to respond to that. Um, which I'm pretty sure Wing Chun is kind of like a. Uh, I feel like it's kind of a bullshitty martial art. Um, only from like watching MMA, there's only like one fighter who's man, actually it, one of the best. Man, it man's gonna hear you and want to beat the shit out of you from the grave. Um, so she gets older. She runs into a. She rescues a bum who turns out to be uh Liu Kang. Oh, I'm sorry. No wait. <laughs> He's a different character in this movie. Uh Robin Show, who is Gen, who I guess is a Street Fighter character. Gen is indeed a Street Fighter character. And trains her and they they train in uh Chi to make wavy hand fireballs. Uh, they trained in making a Kamehameha wave from Dragon Ball Evolution before that. Um, I would, yeah, there's going to be a lot of compare. I would say it's a better version of that, sadly. It's and it's about the same. Thing. At least it's not called airbending. Um, yes. And I'm trying to think. So she goes and is angry, and then it's a quest to rescue her father and then take down M. Bison. And oh, yeah, there's this side story with. Um, <laughs> Uh, what's his name? Charlie Chris Nash. Cl- Carl- Chris Klein playing Charlie Nash, who's also was in uh, Flash, like season six villain, five half season wait, villain. Five. Wait, who is he no, playing the Flash? He's five. Yes, uh, Cicada. Oh, he's actually really good in it too. Yeah, I've been watching the Flash a lot today, and I forgot how everyone was like. Really, this oh. guy's going to be Cicada, and how everyone just qu- qu- right after he debuted was like. Okay, he's he's Skater. Yeah, he he, well, he does a very lumbering, slow, and he has like a. He also had a drinking problem while making this movie. I would too. Uh, I, <laughs> I I wrote that down as like one of my notes because like <laughs> I I had like IMDb and a bunch of other things kind of like open at the time, and because yeah. I, I was like, oh man, Chris Klein, like what is that guy who died? And like, oh, he had like a big drinking problem around like late late two thousands. I'm like, and like as I was looking that up, it was like the scene where. Chun Li shows up and talks to Nash, and he's like pouring himself a drink. And I'm like, oh, that probably wasn't a good idea. Yeah, because I think before this, um, I remember him. I'm trying to remember when um, the movie he, the Mel Gibson movie he did was. Um, Gibson? Yeah, he was in. Oh God, he wasn't. We were soldiers. Yeah, we were soldiers. He's like the lead in it, isn't he? No, I think that's Mel Gibson. <laughs> well, he's like uh, the second lead. No, he's like an ensemble cast, but he's like one, two, three, four. He's like a fifth build. Really? I don't remember him being big in that. It's I've, Mel Gibson, <laughs> Madeline Stowe, Greg Kinnear, Sam Elliott, then him. I think it's funny that you bring up that the Chris Klein movie is We Were Soldiers and not American Pie. Well, the American Pie is like the thing that he was huge for. I mean, like, We Were Soldiers is what, like, seven years after American Pie? Uh, it's, three. You also, it's three years. You also <laughs> forgot the classics on Rollerball and Benchwarmers 2. Oh, God. Well, Rollerball was a hit. Uh, no, it was not. No, Wasn't it not. like a hit-ish? Okay, no. I thought it was like a cult movie. No. Well, you're, ta- you're talking about the original Rollerball from like the, 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 the 70s or 80s. 
the rollerball. They made a rollerball in the early 2000s with yeah, with Elle Rebecca Lane. Yeah, that movie was uh, a super bomb. Twenty five million off, seventy million dollar budget. So yeah, that bombed. Um. So yeah, I'm trying to look. He really did nothing. I guess rollerball was like the end. They did rollerball. We were soldiers, and then I don't know any of these other things. I love how we're trying our damnedest to avoid talking about this fucking yeah, movie. Uh, and so basically the end of the movie is that we get to a thing where there's a ship that has a thing that Bison wants, and oh my god, that thing is a girl, and it's his daughter, which so, the backstory of that is a whole other thing. And then Yes. <laughs> and then they save the day, I guess. Well, the daughter so, doesn't really seem well, happy. Because you also forgot that like the big plan for Bison was basically also the same plan that Luthor had in Superman Returns, where he's like, it's land development. Like, I guess which, is it? It's to buy yeah. up. But he like, already did. But he already did that. Like he accomplishes that goal, like well, halfway into the movie. Well, and that's the thing is like he's going to tear down all those areas, and that's why like the people are so behind Chun Li because yeah. she fights for the people. Yeah, because basically Bison is for gentrification. Yeah, in, in Thailand, which okay, so. I would say, what do you? What is the first part we should start? Because the beginning of the movie is young childhood. Chun Li's learning weight. Uh, oh, do, do you start remember? anything on the movie? I just want to point something out. Capcom had their own logo in front of this. They had like their name behind this. I'm like, so the where's Street we, Fi- the where's Street we? Fire logo for this movie is the Street Fighter Four logo. I know, and that's because I think Maya was from Street Fighter Four. Yes. But she has a different name in Street Fighter 4. Yeah, it's like it's it, Crimson Viper. But anyway, um, I'm, just, I'm just thinking to myself, so Resident Evil, not okay. This. This was okay. Got oh it. yeah, this technically, I guess it says on the wiki, this is a non-canon spin-off tie-in to Street Fighter 4. This was uh, a mistake of a tie-in, I'm telling you that right now. Well, and it, it's funny because like a lot of the stuff that's like in this movie is kind of pseudo Street Fighter lore, like that Gen did it's... train Chun Li. That Bison did kill Chun Li's father. Um, that that happened in like, the first. So the other thing I say is the first film is 1994. So this is what 20 almost no like 17 years later. I can't do math. Yeah, but, 15 but I, years I, later. I, I'm talking about in the games. Yes, yes, yes. Like Rose, like Rose having like because like Bison's daughter Rose is a fighter in Street Fighter. Yes, but she she's not his daughter in the game. But, like, there is, like, some kind of connection between Rose and Bison in that, like, Bison has, like, the psycho power and Rose has, like, the soul, uh, I, I forget essentially what it's called. It's, like, the soul. The soul gem? Soul, it's, like, the soul spirit. Soul power. And soul power is, like, oh. the exact opposite of psycho power. And so it's, like, they got, like, it's, like, funny because it's, like, they got, like, little things. But it's just, like, they, it's just, like, it's, like, window dressing. Well, like, say... another movie that they, like that they had written that they like threw it everything else into it this movie is almost the exact opposite of the first movie in every way it could possibly be yeah like i would say like my biggest problem and as we go through is like this movie is so not funny and so earnest in its attempt that it's bad like that's the worst part like the other movie knows that it's goofy and trash so it's good like that part is fun like oh you can be like having fun with it like it's insane this because is like they, because they treat like the 1994 movie like they're adapting GI Joe, which is like a, not a bad take on Street Fighter if you're trying to do a movie. For well, that. except that I would say in both of these movies, 
the number one thing that they don't do is have people fight. I think there's one real one-on-one street fight in this movie. There is only <laughs> one street fight in this whole movie. Like, I, I as weird as it is, like, I don't understand why like Mortal Kombat was the only like fighter movie where people actually fight one-on-one. And I haven't seen Dead or Alive because I don't have to do that. Dead or Alive is like a way better movie. And I'm not even I'm not even like trying to like be funny here. Like I actually think like Dead or Alive in the grand scope of like And isn't Robin Show in that too? Yes. Yes. But he's like a super, <laughs> He has the he has like, the trifecta. He has a super big part of that movie. Like it doesn't matter. But like Dead or Alive as an adaptation works just as well as an adaptation of, of the game as it does a movie. Because it's like it, it kind of understands like kind of how dumb it is. And it's not trying to be because like I feel like Legend of Chun Li is also just like this is what like mid to late two thousands was. It was like we're gonna strip out like all the fun, all of like the magic, all of like kind of like the fantastical shit, and well, we're gonna make they, it like and we're gonna make they, it like very like grounded. But they don't. There is a ton of magical fantastical shit, which is weird. Which doesn't make sense because like why is this movie so grim dark? And then like at the very end, Chun Li's like. Here's a Kikoho, you know. <laughs> Here's um, a Kikoho. But she also or, like jumps I, I, off of buildings and lands. Kikoho show and, is like, like what that, that what that movie is called, by the way. I'm not trying to be like a jackass. Oh wait, it's that, I thought you were referencing like Tian's move. <laughs> uh, that's the Kikoho, and then the Kikoho. Kiko Kiko oh. show is is her like big super. Her Kamehameha. Yeah. Um. So uh, let's see. The first scene of this movie is the little kid chum Lee scene where her dad gets taken. Nothing really crazy here except Except it's for like she it's an obvious like young Chinese girl dr- growing up to be like the girl from Smallville. Which she is mixed. She is half Chinese. So but that first girl is like way more Chinese. But I like guess. but like but then there's a second girl who looks less Chinese. Th- but then like a little bit later we get you know the origin of bison as being like oh my god a, that's a baby like a is left behind it's obviously a very An chinese Asian. baby okay so yeah so I, I guess we can go through like i feel like we could actually just go through each character bison's origin makes no goddamn sense whatsoever when he, it, so his parents were irish um not immigrants they were irish uh missionaries missionaries yes alan they're missionaries but they get they die and then he's in an orphanage, obviously Asian baby. As and a, then, his, not even like, and we're talking like infant. Yeah, an infant in Thailand, I believe, right? In Bangkok. Yes. And grows up and still has an, a very, like, Lucky Charms Irish accent. How? I, and, and speaks every language, I guess, too. But you forgot to also bring up that uh, he was very sickly and was left to die, but then didn't die. Yes. And, and, that's him, why he... and him and Robin show are grew up together as like the bad boys on the street because the other side stories uh, again worked with him and then did bad things and then left and started the spider something and now is a good guy with like a network of street people to help him do things. Yeah. I mean, like, it'd be cool if we got to see like Yoon and Yang and all and all the other other people that he trained, but it's like. Who, who gives a fuck? <laughs> so at some point, so Bison takes her dad and then we see her playing piano in a concert and then she saves this guy and then she gets a random scroll sent to her after her sh- piano show. Yeah. And then, like, and then her mom dies. 
of cancer. Of cancer. Um, like, and then... <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't, I haven't seen so much getting thrown at me right now. I, can see I haven't seen cancer used less in a film since the room. <laughs> um, and then her, then we cut to like her dad gets like they bring Bison USB things of her of his daughter of Chun Li to give to the dad so that he continues to do stuff, which oh, we don't even right. know the stuff he does. Yeah, we, listen, the businessman of business. That's all you need to know. He's his milk. <laughs> yes, I was just gonna bring that up. Like that's all we know is like is like that he is the milk to his business. Which I think they screwed up. I think they meant to say like he's his cash cow, but they just changed that to milk. No, they meant milk. They they meant milk. Um. So that happens. Some Irish milk. I don't know. Yeah. The the mom dies. Then Chun Li goes to get this magic scroll she got read, and then runs into guy again, which they hang on his spider tattoo for a long ass time. She it's goes and talks because because it's because they're like, hey, you you get you it? Should remember get this. It. And, um, and and the fact you, that the same people who are beating him up earlier are beating him up again. Yeah, which also like there's so many like one the other thing is like uh, the first like 20 minutes of this movie like is half spoken in Chinese, which was very weird. Especially, I guess this was to start in China and then go to Thailand, but there those is are like different places that speak different languages. There's so much padding in this movie of just like, like B-roll of Chun-Li, like, walk, like when she's like trying to find out like who Gen is or find these, you know, or, you know, find the oh. origin of like the spider clan, whatever. Or when she's it's like, giving up everything and she's living on the streets. Yeah, there's just like uh, it just goes on and oh, on. It goes on. Well, I, this this one scene that we get to after she sees Gen, we don't know spider tattoo, and then knocks her into the shop, and she's like, "Oh, it's like, oh, you have a thing for me." It's like, how did you know? Here's this. Oh, this is the whole backstory of this guy, which we were to get over. And then here's another scroll. And then he like, how do I find him? He'll find you. You just have to like give up all your worldly possessions and I don't know, live on the street and go to Bangkok. So she gets rid of all of her servants in this giant house she has. She no, she doesn't get rid of all the servants. She like leaves, and then she's like, "We'll miss you." And she's like, "Oh no, I'm coming back." Yeah, and then we have her for indeterminate amount of time, slowly get kind of dirty and sweaty, and then some lady gives her an egg roll and is like, "Hey, check out my spider tattoo. I got you." And then she beats up some rando street thugs who are attacking some old guy. Uh, our first street fight of the movie. Yes, which... Uh, our only street fight of the movie. Uh, uh, no, I the mean, Vega yeah, one is a street fight. Yeah. Uh, which she uses as her, her patented move in this movie, which is a Hurricane Rana. Like, <laughs> I think she uses it four times in the movie. I mean, it looks a lot better than when she tries to do her spinning bird kick later. Oh, God. Oh, my God. But I, that's this is where we get our first fight, like our first like real fight. And it's like, yeah. oh, this movie wants to do a shit ton of wire foo. And oh, God, it looks so bad. There's like, so many wires in this fucking movie. And it's awful. I, I like when, when was Crouching Tiger? It's got to be like way before this. This Crouching uh, Tiger was almost. 10 years after why are they doing like this much wire foo because like because it's the same director as like romeo must die and oh is like, it a bunch really? of other Chet Lee it's, stuff. From the, yeah. it's from the guy that's from yeah romeo must die he's directed the doom movie 
the 2005 Dune. The one with The Rock? Yes. Uh, Romeo Must Die isn't bad, but that's also because Jet Li. Oh, yeah. Romeo Must Die, Exit Wounds, Cradle to the Grave. Uh, I have a soft spot for Exit Wounds because it's so terrible and awesome. Uh, and, like, yeah. fat, fat Steven Seagal. And then Cradle to the Grave, Doom, and then this piece of shit. Was Exit Wounds the one with DMX, or was yes, that Cradle Exit, to the Grave? Yeah, no, Exit, they're both with DMX. Exit Wounds is DMX and Steven Seagal. Cradle to the Grave is DMX and Jet Li. Jet Li. How come they didn't do a third one with where they brought all three of them together with Jet Li, DMX, and uh, Steven Seagal? And, and the DMX one is ridiculous. I think he's not playing the same character, and you know, the, you know who else is in that movie who's also a CW alum? Michael Jai White. Oh God! Of course, of course he is. <laughs> yeah. Like, also, if, if I, I was to expect, if if I was to expect Black Dynamite to show up in any movie, it would be that. Also, oh, DMX, you know, DMX is in Romeo Must Die as well. So, oh my God. Um, I'm trying to think who else is in that. Oh, um, Anthony Anderson is in that in like a kind of bit part too. He's DMX's like uh, entourage guy, and um, shit, what's her name? Eva Mendez is in that. Oh, but um, so sh- she has her fight, throws a shelf on a guy, and then passes out for reasons. Um, do we know? Like, she just like passes out because uh, she's tired. She got I sleepy. Think, I I thought she, it was just like she overexerted herself because she. I mean, it took like a lot of energy to take that shelf and like knock it on that guy. Yeah, <laughs> and then oh, oh god, I'm tired. Yeah, then Gen shows up, Robin show, and picks her up and whisks her away, and then she wakes up in different clothes, which I was like, oh, creepy Gen. Um, and then is like, hi, I'm Gen. Yeah, I I have the worst wig on Earth. Um, what? I'm going to train you, but you're too angry. <laughs> it's not as bad as Vega's hair. <laughs> oh, so oh there's a lot of things involving Vega, but we'll get to it. Oh, and we've been ignoring the B plot, which is so. Which really we shouldn't, because like that's kind of like the the, the best parts of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so Bison has um, gathered the heads of the crime families in Bangkok, and it's like, yeah, we've been running this Shadowloo organization, but guess what, guys? Uh, I poured you the champagne, but I'm now Shadowloo, and unless you do your lines to me, okay, I will kill all you fools. Thing. It's no, it's not Shadowloo in this movie. It's Shadowlow. Yeah, I I, it- I also noticed that. It's Shadow. Which one is it supposed to be? It's supposed to be Shadowloo. Oh, okay. Because I do know, like, that is his organization in the game, right? Yeah, so yeah apparently I'm looking better. on one of the things here. The alternate name for Shadowloo was going to be called the Shadow Empire, like in the games. Oh, uh, okay. I but wonder if it's like... Not, but it's not even referred to as the Shadow Empire in the games. I know, but yeah. it's supposed to, I think, but they never did it. Uh, I feel like the games don't start to have lore until, like, after the anime movies? Um, yeah, I mean, Street Fighter 2, the movie, kind of sets up, like, a lot of, I think... Well, that's one of, like, the animes, right? Yeah, the anime movie from, like, 90, 92, 93. Um, but, like, there's, like, you know, there's, like, story in Street Fighter... It's starting with, like, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, where they, like, introduce, like, the new warriors, and they bring in Akuma, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, to go back, so Bison kills all of them, and then we cut to, uh, I guess, Bangkok City Police, and this is where we're introduced <laughs> to Detective Maya, 
played by yeah. Moon Bloodgood, who I forgot that I've seen her in another movie, which was Terminator Salvation. Other than that, I've never heard of her before. I no, no, no. I feel like I've heard her besides. She's a big movie. TV person. Looks like she was in Falling Skies, Code Black. That's what I've heard of her. Thank you. And NCIS Los Angeles, um, Daybreak, which I guess was a TV series. She did like a lot of like little TV series stuff. Um, but she shows up, and then oh no, here comes the American to her not American. Uh, but but yeah. Just in case we also didn't bring it up, um, she is supposed to be Crimson Viper from True Fire 4. Yes. And then, yeah, our other American shows up, which is Charlie Nash in his sports car playing the worst butt rock. Like, yes. I don't, And it's like, oh, no, it's the heads of all the crime families. You're in for it now. Blah, blah, blah. I love this jam. And it's just like, I, I don't... Is she supposed to be local police? Yes. Who... Just as an American. I believe we are to expect that she has is born and bred in Bangkok. And Charlie Nash is a Interpol. What? He's, He's Interpol. In, which He's, isn't that isn't that like an, a European organization? Well, so he's basically <laughs> in Chun Li's role in the game because Chun Li works for Interpol. <laughs> So instead of like they're like, oh well, we'll take like Chun Li's cop aspect and we'll instead of like giving it to like we'll just give it to like another character and they're like, well, who is the character we could use? Charlie Nash. There we go. Yeah, and I do want to say like we don't see any of the really besides Chun Li the main characters from like the games because there's no Ken, there's no Ryu, there's no, no Guile. Um, the only the only characters that are like from the games that are in this movie are Chun-Li, Bison, Nash, Balrog, Viper, Vega, Gen, and Rose. And that's yeah. it. And Rose gets three scenes and speaks, like, three lines. Rose is like a MacGuffin. Yes. Um, so they see the heads, and then we get their office thing, which they're super flirty-flirty. Oh, boy. Um, so that happens. Then Chun-Li does her training with Gen, which is one of, like, several montages of training and this is where we first see uh, a spirit do they even say what it is it's just like energy it's like it's Key? You know, it's whatever man <laughs> it's some it makes... it's some kind of force within inside your body uh but i thought like the second he like he's like teaching her how to do it and then they pan out like up above and they see that he's made a yin yang i was like I, I just like, <laughs> lost it. <laughs> I was like, why is he doing this inside of a thing of sand? And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and then she tries for like a half a second and is like, oh, it's too hard. It's like, you're too angry. Well, why would, like, her dad was kidnapped and her mom died of cancer like a day ago. Of course she'd be angry. <laughs> the training montages, I've never seen a movie where I treated training montages like the cliff notes. It, it, like, and then we cut away, and then I think this is where like, and then we go back to Nash and Maya, and they're like, oh, we have to investigate. Let's follow, um, like, I, one of his lieutenants, which is where we get the only, uh, like, the third female character. I forgot, this. like, I forgot, like, also while Chris Klein is, like, trying to explain. Because, like, 
Um, so yeah, he's trying to explain Bison and Shadowloo, and everyone's like, "That's just an urban legend." Yeah, Na- <laughs> like Nash is like trying to tell Viper like how like about Shadowloo. She's like, "That's an urban legend," and he's like, "No, I've been so close to catching Bison so many times." Oh, and also he, walks, he- but he walks through the rain like rain. He walks. He through walks the through rain, the like, rain. <laughs> I was like, just like, and then he's like, "Bitch, he just killed all of the heads of the like the crime bosses in this like town." Which I'm like, how many crime bosses are in Bangkok? There was like eight people there. That's a lot of different organizations in one city. Yeah, then we get the club scene, which, oh boy. <laughs> there, are uh, many, there are many confusing uh, sexual, there's a confusing amount of sexual tension. Yeah. Am I For- the only one that thinks it's weird that the um, the secretary's name is Katana with a C, and that's an oh. obvious nod to Mortal Kombat? Yes, I was like, is this a is this a character? I was like, no, they wouldn't be this. This can't be a Street Fighter. I was like, no, they just did this thing, which... So she goes to a club, because apparently, like Nash says, she likes to club. And him and Maya sit in a car and flirty flirt. And then inside the club, the katana is like... Tells her bodyguards to get drunk while she just sits at the bar and checks people out. What is the font on this club, by the way? I don't... I don't... It's like... I'll, I'll take a screenshot of it. Because isn't it's, the club called Insomnia? Yeah, and it's it looks like Insomnia. it's like Cinerama, Cinerama from like the 60s. Mm-hmm. But it looks like a 90s video game logo. Which also, why is the club's name in English? Uh, they're in, they're in yes. Bangkok. <laughs> uh, and then there's twin DJs. Uh, and then Chun-Li shows up in a very strange outfit to this club. So it's her costume colors from the game, which is the only time I think we see those colors. No, I think she wears, like, a sweatsuit at some other point, too. She does. Um, But it's, like, very flowy and covering her up. And then she makes sexy eyes at Katana, which... How does she know Katana's into that? Uh, yeah, that whole segment is just so Uh, weird. Not not only is uh, there sexy eyes, but there's sexy dancing? Yeah, definitely question mark. Also, for some reason, I looked at the Insomnia logo. I was like, oh, it reminds me of Moana. (laughs) Like... I don't know why. I think it's like that weird O. Um, yeah, and then she's like, oh, and then she like snubs her and walks away and goes to the bathroom, which Katana follows but locks the door. And I guess she's assuming they're going to bang in the bathroom. But chun hiding in a stall, which the stalls are made of glass because she uh, checks and then <laughs> kicks out of one of the stalls. <laughs> <laughs> that stall and it shattered into glass it took me it, it threw me for such a loop because i was, I was like because the first one is just like a, the first one's like a normal stall and then she kicks the second one and she explodes out and then they have this like bathroom fight and then the bodyguards come they're like oh she's just having sexy time with the lady we gotta like make other ladies move along and then they're like smashing the shit out of each other <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they're beating the crap at each other, and Chun Li smashes her head into the sink, which shatters. So no, she not, be- not even that in the sink. She, the woman, the bodyguard, like, grabs the, um, the faucet, and then Chun Li keeps pulling, and then Chun Li pulls her and the faucet right out of the sink. Oh my god. And then uh, she puts her arm through a hole in some design in the bathroom, and Chun Li uses it to, like, put her in an arm lock. Not, not to like give away stuff that happens later in this movie, but I feel like this fight was more competitive than the fight later. Oh, okay. So I guess this is our first actual one-on-one street fight in the bathroom. 
Yes. Yeah. With between a know. game character and a non-game character. A game care like a a game character and a secretary. Yeah, who's a goof, quote unquote, maybe to another game's character. Yeah. Um, so then that happens, and the Chun Li finds out that there's a boat on this dock and he wants a thing. It's called Rose. Or white the rose. White, the white, white rose. rose. We got we gotta that's a yeah. that's, hey, remember that fellas. Yeah. So then she goes back and this is when is this when Gen gives us our backstory to Bison? Well, well, no. So first off, she gets out of the bathroom and then she fights on the stripper pole against. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And she like she whips the guy's gun and shoots him in the in the in the in the chest and kills him. Which oh, I was like, wait. isn't this when she gets surrounded too and she does her like upside yeah. down kick and then her necklace is spinning? Yeah, uh, the spinning bird kick trademark. Oh god. Yeah, uh, and, and it looks and then, so bad. Like, and then Nash and Maya show up and they're like, don't go anywhere. And she runs away. And then they go upstairs and chase her. And they see her running across another building and just jump off. And Nash and Maya are like, the fuck? Like, wait, what? Did she just kill herself? Like, what was that? I can't I can't believe that they had her fight on dancing. Because I, I imagine at the time they were like, Oh, this is like gonna be some power, you know. Like you're gonna be like swinging on this dance, we're gonna be kicking guys. It's gonna be like real and powerful shit. And well, because like, it is a weird thing where like she is the hero, she has no love interest, but there's also like three, maybe four female characters that are really kind of. I forgot when she does the kick, they latch on her pendant to like signify. Yes, this, oh, this, this, this is the spinning bird kick. Remember. Yeah. Um, so she leaves, and then she goes to Gen, and this is where we get one of the most insane backstories of a character in all of film history. <laughs> so, yeah, so we are kind of part of it. So Bison was a baby, um, so then he starts robbing people, which, they, by showing, they show a different actor in his 20s take a basket of fish from people, and then run away. Because he's a bad guy. And then, But he gets married, and has a, and then his wife is pregnant and brings her to magical cave of darkness. Do you and think the wife was in on this, by the way? I, I think that's what's implied because she seems like I'm just, oh, cool, I just lay here. Oh, and then you're just gonna. So the, he brings this very pregnant wife. He lays her on a stones rock. on a rock, and then kind of centrally lifts up her shirt, but only to expose the belly, and then. Gen is like, and then he did, then he had to transfer all of his goodness. And he, like, puts his hands together like a prayer and jams them into her stomach and pulls out the baby and tr- the fetus, I guess, or baby, I don't even know. And then transfers his, all of his goodness into the baby and his eyes turn darker. But when yeah, we see he, him for the rest of the movie, they're like the brightest blue eyes of all time. Yeah, he put Jiminy Cricket inside of that girl's soul. Which, this is where, like, this movie's, like, super grounded, and then there's, like, oh, there's straight-up magic in this world. We have, I can summon magic ball, like, energy balls. Chun-Li can jump off of buildings. He can rip out a baby and put his goodness in her. But then we also have a pair of cops, like, try to fight, like, a drug lord. So, yeah, we get the origin story. Then get, is this where, oh, then we cut to Bison, or Balrog's like, man, uh, Katana was tougher than I thought. And Bison was like, yeah. And then it pulls back and she's dead hanging. Um, yeah. Bison <laughs> beat her to death. Yeah, that was kind of 
I love how like Balrog's kind of beating on the punching bag and it's like, hey, I'm beating on a punching bag too. Oh, that's the wrong one. Yeah, which I do remember like I think I read that like this is where there's like a goof where you can see something. Um it's like when she's hanging, you can see like the thing that's like kind of holding her up. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, um, yeah, you can see her harness like in one of the cuts, Ooh. which it definitely was like, oh, like I was like, oh, this is like really weird. I was like, oh, yeah, it doesn't look like she's really hanging. Um, so that happens. So then they're like, oh, do we change anything? And I believe this is when he's like, no, get me Vega. Yeah. And then Vega. No, like, like, yeah, do we change anything? He's like, unfortunately, we have to get me Vega. Yeah. And then, uh, by the way, also at this point, remember that baby? What happened to that baby? Yeah, so that's our. So he just killed his wife, and he just has this baby with his good soul. In I him. had a, I had assumed that the I actually thought they were gonna say oh like they weren't gonna show it, but like imply that then he then killed that baby. That was my thought process. It's like oh, if you're that evil, why would you not just kill that baby? Yeah. But no, they didn't but, make. It. But no, you need it for a plan later. That's yeah. also like never explained. Um. And I'm trying to think, oh, I think this is when we get, we go back to Nash, who goes to Maya's gigantic house with a motorcycle inside. And he's like, she has golden handcuffs handcuffed to her bed. And he's like, whoa, she's a freak. And this is where we get more flirty flirty. She's in, comes out at the shower and then puts on a shirt. Um, They don't sleep with each other. Yeah, which is really, they do a lot to make them flirty flirty. And then they never hook up. There's just an infinite amount of double entendre. And so that happens, and they decide to follow Balrog. So then Balrog tricks that, like, he goes into his car, it's like, oh, he kind of spots them, so then they kiss. And while they kiss, he then goes into a cab. So they follow the wrong car. Chun-Li follows the cab, and then sneaks into a thing to hear where the rose is or something. Like, I'm... Because she goes to the ship twice, right? Yeah, okay, so she goes to the ship the first time, and it's like a, um, it's a the big, guys had, yeah. like, they, like, they, like, they set her up. Yeah, so they, yeah, they set her up, is that when Vega shows up? Um, I'm trying, this is where this movie gets, like, because yeah, so they like, redo, they redo a thing in the movie, like, she goes um, to that guy twice. Yeah, so Balrog, yeah, so Balrog destroys Gen's house, and Gen's probably Oh, yeah, dead. Gen's like, oh, here's the hardest thing you have to do in your life. Go get groceries. And then he shoots the house with a rocket launcher. Um, after Gen's supposedly dead. Yeah, she finds his necklace, and she's uh, sad. And then, uh, then Shelly fights Vega. Okay, but we get the introduction of Vega first. So Vega, yeah. uh, he's like, what do I have to do? And we don't see him, we just see... Uh, Bison and Balrog talking to him, and they're like, "Oh, this girl," and they show like a bag of money, and they're like, "But they want her alive, I think, right?" I don't remember. Uh, they want her. Yeah, so I, I he, they want her alive because they don't kill her later. Yeah, um, so they want her alive, and he's like, "No problem." And then he goes and attacks her, or we see the mask, which looks like the Jason X mask. Yeah, it's well, a bad Vega mask. It's silver and. I don't know how to describe it. Like it looks nothing like his mask, except that it has eye holes. It's it's like bulky. Um, That's what I mean. It looks like it's it's so weird. And what's funny is like the ninety uh, the nineties one basically had the mask perfect, if I remember correctly. Yep. It like like Vega in the movie looks basically as like perfect as I would like want Vega to. Yeah, which actually in that movie they show him fighting in a cage. Yeah. Oh man, they do. Oh god, that movie's great, you guys. 
Yeah, I'm looking for a pic. Yeah, Vega looks basically like Vega in it. Um, so he shows up and they scuffle for like three minutes and she does her patented Hurricane Rana and wins. Even that. Like, it, I think it's like a minute and a half. He al- she and- also knocks her mask off and he's and she's like, oh, is that why you cover yourself with that? Or some crap like I that. I was so confused by it. I was like, wait, is she calling him ugly? Or like, I was like, is his face scarred? Did I miss something? I was like, no, he's just taboo. Like, so no, she just... It's it's like the whole entire idea of him being vanity, like vain, and uh, they even do like a thing where he like she like cuts his face, and they do like all the kind of stuff that you would do with Vega, and where it's like, oh, he's like, oh, you ruined my face, blah blah blah. That's why I wear a mask. But they don't even do it. They expect you to know like who this character is and who he and like you know from the source material, and they're like, well, you'll put the pieces together. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um... Oh, here's a good picture. Oh, man. The mask, he looks so good in that first movie. It's actually, like, insulting how terrible he looks in this movie. Right? Oh, yeah, like, Jason, Jason X is actually, like, a really good, like, descriptor, like, with that mask. Like, it looks exactly like that. It's insane, like, how shitty the mask looks in this movie. He even has the snake tattoo. He's got the... He even has, like, the note on the mask with, like, the... like. Oh, the he has seven. the note in the new one, in this one. Ugh, it doesn't even... <laughs> it's God, so bad. Yeah. Um, so she beats him in like a minute, and then Spider Man's him, I guess. Yep. Because she leaves him hanging. Uh, and then like I guess the we don't ever see anything of that. And then I think this is when I'm trying to remember because Gen is still dead. So she then goes. This is when she goes and follows Balrog. And then finds out other stuff, and she hears them whispering, like I guess the day when it's gonna happen. Um, and it... she goes to the guy at the at the uh, at the yard and basically is like, "Hey, I, I want the information for this thing." And then he gives her like fake info, and that's how she gets captured when she tries to go there later that night. Oh yes, that's right. Because she gets I forgot that that even happened in this movie. Yeah, so they Bison and uh, Balrog they capture her. And then they put a bag over her head, and then we cut to she's tied up in a chair, oh. and there's there's a rope hanging from the ceiling. But also between this, uh, we find out that uh, <coughs> that Nash and Viper got too close to the case, and now they're off. Oh yeah, they're off the, the connect- case. They got connections, and there's like yeah, no, and they got oh because yeah, the last time we saw Chun Li's dad, and he Bryson's like, oh, everybody has a weakness. And it's like, oh, what are you going to do to them? It's like, I don't want their information. I want their families. So then we see them, and they're signing over. Because that was the beginning to the Katana thing. They signed over. All the politicians signed over all the stuff for the slums to Bison. And then he has a gigantic miniature of the, of the entire city. And he's like, this whole area is mine. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, Chun-Li is captured. And then Bison comes in with Balrog. And then they have a guy, and they sit him in a chair, and it's like, oh, and then it's her, it's, uh, her dad. They have a conversation for um, a second, and then it's like, oh, why did you do this? I want you to have a happy life. And Bison, is it? Because it's Bison that does it, right? And he's just like, oh, I told you I'd let you see her. Next snap, crack, and he's dead. But yeah, well, he... Like he says, like, milk, like all milk has an expiration date. Crack. Yes. Oh, yeah, this is the milk line. Um... And then he's like, has his crony, he leaves, he has the cronies take the dad's body away, and then Balrog's like, alright, you guys kill her, and they're like, 
should we start with your do you want us to cut before or after you're dead and she says some bullshit and then does wire work with the thing she's tied up with upside down and takes them out and then goes out the door and climbs out the window and gets spotted um but then ends up running away and getting free and then i think this is where the reveal is that ken is not dead yeah. you've heard well, no. So there's like this big, huge uh, chase through this market, and like as like Chun Li is like running, and the bad guys are knocking more of like these like stands over. More and more people are chasing them, and it all leads to uh, like this big part where Chun Li is like in this big intersection. Balrog's like in front of her, and as she's about to get shot by Balrog, this boy kicks a soccer oh. ball. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and like <laughs> The people rise up. And she like takes a bullet for this boy and then the hero, the true hero of the movie, this woman uh, sitting down, like sees what's happening, grabs a durian, and then chucks it at Balrog. Yes, and, then, and it's uh, not just Balrog, it's Balrog and like four other dudes with guns, and all yeah. these people just start throwing garbage at them. It's like, you know, all they'd have to do is like shoot one of them and they'd all run away. But now they're scared of the people, so they flee. Oh, oh, oh God. Oh, God. It's my worst nemesis, food. Dude, yeah, so, I, I, yeah. durian, but, like, a durian is, like, a big, hard, spiky fruit. Like, that's, like, that's dangerous. I'd, <laughs> I'd run away from that. <laughs> um, yeah, then Gen is revealed to be alive. And then this is when... Is this when she just randomly shows up to Nash's house? Oh, no, Nash and Maya are like, who the hell is that girl? No one knows who she is. Then Nash is like, then we cut to Nash is at a computer. It's like, this guy must have ghosts. And it's her dad. And it's like, okay. Um, and then finds out the daughter, like sees a picture of her at the piano recital. It's like, it's her at some and point. Chun-Li, and Chun-Li also gets like her final, like, lesson on how to harness her energy yeah this is where we get is this because the first time is where the like she does the blindfold right is that uh, this that, is this the that, second time is uh, it this? this that was earlier yeah the blindfold thing where she's catching ball bearings yeah which was also a terrible training yeah so she can now harness her powers um and then she randomly shows up to nash's house uh because she also goes back to the shipping yard for a second time and sees the same guy. He's like, okay, okay, it's coming on here Tuesday. He's like, hey, I'm sorry they told me to, like, give you false information. So that's why she goes to Nash. He's like, hey, the the White Rose is going to be at the, the shipping yard tonight. Yeah, so he and his, what are they again? Interpol cops? cops? Interpol, yeah. Yeah, somehow Chris Klein, somehow when they were casting Interpol agents, you know what? Get me the guy from American Pie. Which isn't Nash supposed to be like best friends with Guile? Isn't that yes. that character's backstory? Yes. So he's supposed to be like uh, US. Guile, yeah, Guile and Nash are like really good friends, and then Nash is killed by Guile, and that's why Guile has like such a like a hard on to like kill Bison. Yeah, which I thought they were gonna do a thing with Nash because so he they go to the hiding spot, and then like oh shit, we got company, and they open the door. Oh Could man. You, uh, <laughs> Could you imagine the Nash of this movie being best friends with Jean Claude Van Damme? Well, he's like thirty years younger than Jean Claude. Yeah, and if anything, they should have been in the war together. They should have wrote him in as Jean Claude's son. How much better would that have been? <laughs> um. So uh, then he opens the door, and it's Maya maybe, with uh, 
He gave me JCB DJR. <laughs> uh, and he opens the door, and it's Maya with all of the police, um, with all their lights flashing when they're trying to be incognito, quote unquote. And then Bison and Balrog are like, oh, we have company. And Balrog is like, don't worry, it's taken care of. Where exactly as if uh, Chris Klein heard him say that, he spots a timer and says, run. And everybody well, runs. Well, it's funny because, like, I just also, like, because I'm, like, having this movie on the background while we're going the parts. And I just, like, realized that the guy that chun beat up in the shipping guard, like, is handcuffed to a, a chair. So it's like this big explosion happens and everyone gets out of there. Except for probably that guy. <laughs> Which, this is the point, it's like, oh, are they going to burn his face and give him the scar from the video game? Like, oh, that'd be cool. No, he's fine. He uh, gets but, it. I think, but this explosion is super funny. Yeah. Uh, oh, it looks so terrible. Uh, and then we go to the boat, and Chun-Li's on the boat, and is like, oh, random little white girl. Oh, I'm sorry you're here. Where? And then she goes, where's my daddy? She's like, it's okay, I will find him. Maybe you're definitely not connected. Maybe you're not connected to the... Isn't it weird that his daughter is speaking Russian? Russian? I was going to say, oh, there's a little white girl. I wonder if she's related to one of the two other white people in this movie. Yeah. Um, So she goes, and then we have... Oh, I guess there's a third street fight, kind of, because we have Gen versus Balrog. Balrog's using a gun for most of this fight. Yeah. Very off-brand for Balrog. And then he's then he starts picking up uh, gigantic pressurized tanks of some sort and hitting Gen with them. And then Gen hits him. He puts his hand on something and he goes, owie, and it hurts. And then Gen kicks him again and he falls and breaks a pipe in a boat that has liquid nitrogen? Question mark. I I don't understand like what that liquid is. Did he free? I thought he froze because his skin got all weird and then he like was stuck and he turned white because he didn't like it wasn't steam yeah he got jason next yeah um, um oh 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 i'm there's also uh a small scene in the middle of this fight where uh maya viper i'm just gonna call her viper because i i i think her name's maya right yeah her name is maya she gets like shot in the arm and she and, and she's basically out of the fight for the rest of the movie so uh, Maya, what a what a cool character, Street Fighter character who did a whole lot in this movie. Because oh. she's not in the battle. Oh yeah, she yeah no she gets yeah she gets shot there and then she goes away and then we see a chopper and Bison leaves and then Chun Li shows up and is like Gen get Gen somehow figures out with Bowerk saying that the White Rose is a girl and Chun Li's like I just saw a little white girl oh shit. And so Bison gets oh, away. <laughs> oh, the white rose was a literal white rose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then so Nash is like, no, the chopper is getting away. And they're like, oh, shit. So then Nash, Gen, and Chun-Li go to storm this castle that's somewhere within sort of like, I guess it's like a boat distance because no, they take a helicopter there, don't they? Or some shit? Yeah. And then we get to see Bison meet up with his daughter, who just so happens to be wearing the same dress as when he killed her mother. And it's yes. like, man, you know, like when you take off the dress of your once, your once, you know, to be wife. Oh, their, their, interaction, daughter. their interaction is very molesty. 
he's like touching her. It's like my white rose. You're all, you're so good. Well, it's, because he he doesn't have a conscience anymore. Why would he? It's like he there's nothing to stop him. Yeah. So they also, have that. Also, what he says to the the guy guard in the room as he leaves. He said, if anything happens to her, I'll come back and kill you myself. Oh, like, yes. <laughs> okay, okay, so why... Why would why, he even need to why, say that? <laughs> why? Well, okay, why does he need her? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, reasons. He's, it's like, if it's his daughter, then I get it, but then he also got rid of his goodness, so why does he give a shit? Yeah, it's like, there's like, because like, the whole entire reason was like, Oh, there's like nothing to tie him down. So he's like an emotional, he's a computer at this point. And it's like, does the girl give him powers? Is the girl important to some way in his plan? Because it's never explained. No, it's and just it's, there. It's just, it's just so well, weird. Well, it's, it's there for the sixth act. It's, yeah, it's there for a conflict for him to do a thing. It for there for one, like one shot, not even a scene, like a shot in a scene. As a distraction, I guess, maybe. So we get to this thing. There's action going on. Nash has his guys. So they capture Rose. And then Chun-Li and Gen go to fight Bison. And he takes out Gen. And then Chun-Li fights him one-on-one in this, like, bamboo bullshit um, that I've seen in several movies a thousand times better. Uh, The bamboo, like, construction site fighting thing. I feel like I've seen it... Ah, there's a Jackie Chan movie that's like really famous that has that, and I can't remember which one it is. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, um, but it looks terrible, and she's doing all this kick stuff, and then once again she does her Hurricane Rana and throws him, and he lands. Uh, she he lands, and then he like starts like hitting her, and then she throws something, and he gets hit with cement bags. Yeah, and then. And then she has to like power up for like about yes. fifteen seconds to do this move. Yes, it is. It's like, oh man, this this magic spell has like a five second uh, timer to it. And, and then he... it look it looks like such dog shit. Oh, which is funny. Like again, to the dragon, like it still looks sadly better than Dragon Ball Evolution. Like I, their stuff. I, uh, I mean, I have not seen Dragon Ball Evolution in a very long time. I would much rather watch Dragon Ball Evolution. Like. A hundred times over than ever watch this again. Because at least Dragon Ball Evolution is like at least having some kind of fun. Oh, well, yeah, that's the biggest problem with this movie. But like, let's get to this very end part. So she hits him with her not Kamehameha wave. He falls with his neck kind of hanging off, like his head and neck kind of hanging off of a ledge. And then we get the shot of Rose with Nash and he looks at her and uh, Chun Li repeats a line that he said, and then Hurricane Rana, like with her feet again, but like kind of jumps because he's laying down, kind of goes down. I was like, Oh, she's just gonna stomp on his head and snap his neck. I'm like, That's a fucking awesome, brutal kill, but no, this isn't Mortal Kombat. So she jumps down, gets his head between her feet, and then spins around in a 180 and turns his head backwards. So she, like, kills, she murders him, she murders Bison in front of. A His lot of daughter. cops. So <laughs> it's like, so it's like, is I, I guess it's like, are we to like, is, like, if this movie was a, a success, are we trying to like summarize that, like, maybe they're trying to set up that Rose is going to come after Chun Li? Oh like, well, they they straight up said what the so 
we'll get like and then we get our afters thing but they straight up said um what their plans were if it was good um so they and she goes back to her house gen is there it's like oh and shows her a newspaper it's like that, i have to go really quickly back um for all the stupid stuff in this movie that and vice and death scene was kind of really cool stupid but cool oh yeah because it was like it was what one of uh what three deaths we see on ca- no four deaths we see on camera well katana's already kind of been dead by the time we get oh, there. So, i think i feel like it's inventive is where i'm getting at yeah it but the thing is like the move is inventive but it's it, it just the, the effects look so bad it yes. just seems very odd that they would kill off the biggest street fighter villain in like this movie yeah so then we cut to sometime later and Gen is at Chun Li's back at her house with all her servants, and Gen's like, "Hey, check out this new paper ad, newspaper ad with I'm holding a Street Fighter tournament." It's like, "Oh, cool! Like, oh, do you want to come?" It's like, "Oh, maybe not this time." It's like, "Oh, I heard there's this really good fighter from Japan. I think his name is Ryu or something." And that's the end of the movie. Well, yeah, and she's like, "He's like, hey, do you want to come to the Street Fighter tournament?" And she's like, "Nah, I'm done fighting." And it's like, "Okay, sure." Great. I'm glad that, like, we had basically, like, this vengeance thing, and, like, we're not even going to, like, have her, like, try and, yeah, but, like, so, continue with can, it. Can or, we at like, least talk about the um, the flashback to the beginning of the movie? Where she, oh, yeah, she, she looks, looks over to where, and it's her training with her dad. <laughs> oh, God. Um, um, also, um, I, I forgot to bring this up, but, like, when Bison was fighting, he, they kept on using like these tiger sounds. Oh, effects, the tiger sounds! Yeah. Oh which, God! Uh, which, I thought, which made me also just remember. I'm like, yeah, they're in Thailand. It's Sagat's not in this movie, and I'm like, why isn't Sagat in this movie? Because they have a quota on brown, like brown people, and I guess taboo <laughs> was it. Like, and it's like instead of giving like instead of having Sagat, who his whole thing is a tiger motif. Uh, we're gonna just give it to Bison and give him like these tiger like. Also, and... Neil McDonough is not Irish. Why? And neither is Bison. What? Like, is Bison even anything? Uh, I thought he was actually supposed to be like Russian, wasn't he? No. What um, is he? I honestly do not know. I actually never really gave it much thought. Because like everybody has a country in like the game, so. Uh, let me look up the Street Fighter. Uh. Unknown. Yeah, so like Shadowloo bases, which serve as high his stages, have been located in Thailand and Brazil. But I, I would bet that he is not Brazilian. Well, because his outfit is very like like uh, Mao Zedong. Oh, because okay, so Bison isn't Bison in Japan. You you know that, right? Oh, so, he's like he has a different name, right? Yeah. So Vega, because that's like when you go to Street Fighter tournaments and you ever hear people say boxer, claw, or dictator. Uh, mm-hmm. That's because in Japan, uh, Bison is Vega, and Vega is Balrog, and Balrog is M. Bison. But they changed uh, uh, Balrog from M. Bison to Balrog because they didn't want to get sued because of Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Oh. So, so that's why you had them change up all these names, which I think at the end, you know, I think kind of fits them a little bit more. Yeah, that makes more sense, but, like, still, like, I get... Oh, okay, with number... Like, all right, sorry. They say unknown. So, I don't have to say I'm looking at the Wikipedia, so apparently Bison in the first movie is supposed to be British? Uh, 
but is played by Puerto Rican actor. Uh, fuck. Raul Julia. Raul Julia. Oh, who's just so good. Oh, yeah, who's die- literally dying during that movie. Um, and then, of like, brain cancer. Has, and then he also has, like, the, you know, Link with Rose, who's Italian. Yeah, which, okay, so, like, to go through a bunch of production stuff. One, we did this movie because Kristen Kirk is playing Chun-Li. She basically left Smallville to do this movie, which... What a, what a career move. What a, what yeah, a great idea she, that I'm, was. I'm trying to think. She did this movie, and then I think she went right back to CW into two other shows. Beauty and the Beast was one of them. Yeah, and then she has another show called Burden of Truth, which is on now, which has been on for three years. Yes. Yeah. And I guess she was on Chuck for a little bit. But yeah, she, yeah, she's like, basically, there was like a three-year break where she didn't even act. So, um... Or was she getting involved with Allison Max? Weird No, that, that was going on during the show. Um, a part of the show because um, she got Mac into the normal part of it. Um, but yeah, so there's that. And then um, so they one of the things was they were trying to get uh, Van Damme to do a cameo in it. So they had him written in and then he didn't do it because he said he didn't have time. Which yeah. uh, which we like figured out that because I was like, this must have been around the time that he kind of had his career resurgence with JCVD. And it's like, if, if there's like one thing you do not want to do is like re like re put yourself into a role that was kind of like the beginning of the end. Yep. So, um, I guess I'm trying to think of other things. So there was that they had been trying to do a sequel to the original movie for years, all up until like 2003. Uh, so that didn't happen. Uh, and... This movie was going to have a Ryu and uh, Ryu and Ken. Spin-off. Yeah. But um this obviously did not lie up at the box office. No, it did. I'm trying to like so it cost 18 million, which this movie is basically only filmed in I guess Thailand or China. Yeah. Uh which that would go way further, but it made t- almost 13 worldwide. So it's definitely bombed, but like it uh, didn't bomb it, as bad as other movies. If you're making a film for 18 million, like and you only make twelve million. That's like I don't know. It's like you should at least like try like in this day and age where I feel like so many movies make at least like you know uh, like even around this time of like two thousand nine. It's like not even breaking twenty million. Like such a uh, disaster. Or like also like a also for like a, a license that's like kind of like highly regarded as Street Fighter. Yeah, but, but compared to the movie that came out that. But I mean. Um, like, you know, I, I, you know, it's like, I, I remember, like, I only went and saw this in theaters with a friend of mine. Oh, we were big Street Fighter fans, oh. And, this is not we, a good, this is not a good mo- and, year for movies. And, and we were just like, we're just going to go and have, like, a lot of fun watching this really bad movie. Because, like, all the previews for that movie. Look all right. like, Can I just tell you option. what some of the, what the top, some of the top movies of this year was? Number one, Avatar. Yes. Um, the, the regular one. Movie of all time. With so... Movie. But then the rest of them, it's number two, Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Twilight, New Moon. Uh, Number five is Up. Good movie. Good movie. Six is The Hangover. Okay. Seven is the first Star Trek reboot movie. Eight is Blindside. Nine is Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Squeakquel. Ten is the Sherlock Holmes with... um, 
RDJ. And then this is where this is like not a great year for movies. Monsters vs. Aliens, Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs, X-Men Origins Wolverine, Night at the Museum, The Battle of the Smithsonian, 2012. Okay, well, okay. I, hate, I don't mind those last two. Um, also this year was G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Uh, Watchmen came out this year. Oh, Terminator Salvation came out this year. Oh, wow, this has some, there are some other good ones, Inglorious Bastards, District 9, Paranormal Activity. So there's some really good, really high highs and really, trying to see if I can find, oh, Street Fighter's not even, all right, Street Fighter's past 100. Um, uh, no, Street Fighter, well, I mean, like, Street Fighter didn't even, like, really get, like, a huge opening. Yeah, so Dragon Ball Evolution made 9 million. This made good. I would rather Domest- watch it. Domestically. Watch. Uh... And I think Street Fighter made like eight domestically. Damn it. Uh, eight. So I'm trying to find it on the list. Yeah, Street Fighter made. Yeah, so Dragon Ball Z beat this out by like ten spots ish. Wait, this came out the same year as Dragon Ball? Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Wow. What a what a year for 20th Century Fox. <laughs> yeah. That's why I remember this was the year in economic like, man. This just sucks this year for them, doesn't it? I mean, they had Avatar to make up their losses, but still. Yeah, but I, I don't I mean, think Dragon Ball cost a lot, did it? Yeah, Street, well, Street Fighter did not cost a lot. Okay, Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh, call, So Dragon Ball made worldwide $58 million. Not 30, $30 million. Uh, a budget of $30 million. So it had, like, double the, bu- double the budget, and it, but it made, tw- like, almost double its money worldwide. So Dragon Ball Evolution is a hit, kind of. Okay. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it's it's not a hit. No, worldwide, I mean, it made doubled its money. Okay, I don't care. It's not a hit. Um, but yeah, like I don't know, Street Fighter. Like this movie's terrible. I think the biggest problem compared to the first movie and Dragon Ball Evolution and both Mortal Kombat's is like it's not fun. Like it's no. like it's angsty. Um. Oh, Al, you put this thing here. Did you want to read this? Because this is uh, interesting. Of course. So the writer of the movie, Justin Marks, who would go on to write The Jungle Book. And he's going to write Top Gun 2. Yeah. I'm just going to read a, or an excerpt or a little, little bit. He grew up with, or I grew up with the Street Fighter games, and I don't see them as cheesy or funny, but as serious characters that deserve to be explored in their own right. And this was this was like months before the film debuted. And something that I did not know about the first, uh, the original movie, was that the writer, or it was written by the guy who. Oh, Stephen D'Souza. Yeah. And he sort of compares it like the two films, like as the '94 film was the '60s Batman show, and Legend of Chun Li is more of Batman Begins. I sadly can kind of get that, and but it's bad. It's a bad I, thing because this was the year of like the whole like oh we gotta make everything like the Dark Knight like no you fucking don't I fucking hate this <laughs> <laughs> like no it's like I don't I don't understand like how you could how you could be like someone who's a fan of like these characters in this setting and and then make this because this just seems like so completely devoid of like what makes Tree Fighter good like like if your whole entire thing is like these are serious characters that deserve to be explored in their own right. And I'm like, yeah, sure. But like, you're, I feel like you're going about like all the wrong way. Yeah. Which is why this guy went to movie jail for a while, but came back swinging. 
with Jungle like, Book. Like, like I, I've said before on like I, I, on other podcasts here that it's like if I had like a dream comic I wanted to write and I was given a chance to, it'd be Street Fighter because I fucking love that universe. I love those characters and like this movie just comes off so disrespectful. This movie, the giant fuck you to the series. I feel like, which I think is the crazy part. It's like it's it's oddly like I want like I'm trying to figure out how to say this. It's oddly it. It better in some ways than the other movie, but because it's better in those ways, it's so much worse. Like the other movie is just, it's not like the first one is not good. It is not a good movie. It has nothing to do with the game. I guess it just has more characters. No one really fights. It's a G.I. Joe movie with Street Fighter characters, and yet it's watchable. And this movie is just a drag. Uh, because I think it's like, I mean, there, I think there's like, I mean, there's fighting in it. Like, you have, like, named characters fighting each other. Um, you have, yeah, like, what is the Zangief like, Zang and E-Honda fight? And then you have, like, a lot of, like, different cameos. Like, and you have, like, characters in different roles. Like, you have Balrog being, like, a good guy. And you have DJ being a bad guy. Um, and, and, and they sure do, like, shoehorn, like, certain characters. To have them but they also, like, the have those characters, like, Balrog is very obviously a boxer. And, like, Ken and Ryu put on their costumes. Like, um, Bison's wearing his costume. Vega's wearing his. Sagat has the eye patch and the scar in his chest. Um, they have Blanca, I guess, in there. And they have, even Cammy is in her costume. And it's like Chun Li's never like no one's in costume, I guess, except for Vega. And Chun Li's just wearing like a guess like a secret agent outfit. Um, I think they're like all in costume at at, at one point in the movie. In the second one? No, in the oh oh in this one, yeah. In this no, one, no, 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 no one's in no, costume. No one but is, yeah. Vega has a mask and claws, and that's yeah. the best we get. Like she's basically also Black in, Widow in the dance in the uh, dance club. She's in blue, and she has her hair in the classic look. That's oh, it. which looked so bad. Yes. Just another thing about just some marks. He well, it appears he worked on he, or he wrote a Bionic Commando comic. Oh wow! <laughs> and it, it was he like, got he got like they let him do it because he worked on the, he wrote the screenplay for Legend of Chun Li. Was it the Red Spencer Bionic Commando? Uh, I'm. It's the one from I want to say it was, it was around the time of the remake. Yeah. I was gonna say it, it, it was late two thousands. It was probably Rad Spencer. You know, like, the by a commando where his wife is wife is soul is inside his arm. Wait, that's the plot of that. Uh, yeah. Sorry, spoilers for by a commando two thousand eight or two thousand nine. <laughs> uh, uh, the soul, the soul of his dead wife is inside his bionic arm. I'm just trying to think. Is there anything else to say about this movie? Uh, I guess you. to say that's all it, I have to say. It's PG-13, which, like, it doesn't have to be R. Like, I'm just, like, it's, like, really, like, I just don't get why they go so, like, I guess the thing is, like, it goes so dark. And I don't get it I was going to say, all. wait, this movie was PG-13. Yeah. They don't it curse. Was, there's no sex. There's no nudity. They break uh, the guy's neck, and they beat yes, that woman to death. But there's no blood. The PG-13 stuff is mostly about blood. Like, Bison is covered in blood while beating that lady. He also rips out a fetus. He does rip. And the blood splatters on him. Yeah, it's rated PG-13 for violence and martial arts action and some sensuality. 
which I guess is probably the stuff between Chun-Li and Katana. So if you go to Street Fighter Legend Chun-Li on IMDb, I recommend and it like tell you about a King of Fighters that came out in 2010. Oh, yeah, that yeah. would be a piece of shit. Don't ever watch it. Is it worse than the Tekken movie? Yes. That, that's not an American uh, movie, though. That's a uh, Japanese movie, right? No, it's an American movie. They uh, have the white lead, the white guy from Never Back Down, the MMA team fighting movie, as uh, Kyo Kusanagi. Uh, but uh, uh, couple, but I, I do want to say that we did eventually do did get like some kind of cool live action Street Fighter stuff with uh, Street Fighter Assassin's Fist that came out in 2014. It was like a uh, internet miniseries that was about... Oh, like the uh, Mortal Kombat one that was done? Yeah, but this one was centered around uh, Ken and Ryu training under... Um, uh, 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 oh my god. Their, their master, I think it was Go Goken. Tetsu? It, Goken. Oh, um, Goken. Which I do like, have to say, compared to Dragon Ball, at least people are cast racially correct in this movie, I think. Like, Chun-Li's Asian... Uh, yeah. Like Balrog's black, uh, like that's the biggest problem with like Dragon Ball. Well, that's not the biggest. Well, I, it might be the biggest problem that they made Goku a white guy. <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution. Ah, oh, it's just insane that these two movies came out at the same time and are both horrendous and in, in like completely different ways. Um, but I guess let's kind of wrap up. I guess anybody want to do final thoughts? Fuck this movie. Fuck it into the sun. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's bad. Uh, it's kind of it's like you have like the, the original Street Fighter movie and it's bad but at least it's like a lot of fun in a lot of ways and this one's just kind of devoid of a lot of that uh, Al did you have any final thoughts yeah I won my five dollars back oh oh did you pay for this yeah oh I, I've I tried to stream it it like it was the my biggest problem with trying to stream it was finding one that had subtitles for the, all the Chinese in the beginning. I was like, wait, is this thing not going to subtitle this? And I kept having to. That was probably also why it took me so long to w- get through the beginning of the movie. Uh, oh man, uh, I, I went to my library and thankfully they still had their copy. I'm like, cool. Before they get rid of this, I'm taking it. Uh, they probably will tell you not even to return it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, think sure pay, no I think they'll pay you to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here I'm returning this no no please you sure you don't want to watch it again you, you sure uh, I did want to mention we're recording this almost 11 years to the day when it was uh, uh, well happy 11th anniversary you piece of shit oh my god I actually do want to see when did Dragon Ball Evolution come out April 3rd 2009 I remember because I'm going to oh, see it in this, the goddamn so movie. this came out this came out first yes oh, I, I also saw Dragon Ball Evolution in theater I was angry. I walked out. I'm sorry, April 10th, 2009, but I still walked out angry. Yeah, I, this is, I think, of all the video game fighting movies, and I would put Dragon Ball in that kind of as well. I guess, like, Japanese-inspired fighting movies, like, this is the worst, right? No, like, Dragon Ball is, to me, Dragon Ball is the worst. I, see, I, I haven't watched Dragon Ball in forever, but, like, I I, like if, right. if I saw this I, on TV, I, I would change the Dragon channel. Ball in a while. Is this, uh, is this a thing we're playing in now? No. <laughs> no. No. For the listen, it was hard enough agree- it was hard enough saying yes to this. Don't make me go through this again. Uh, uh. I mean, I, I I would still have to see like Tekken and King of Fighters, um, but I know that I've never heard anything good about them. But they're but not think, as like, big they're not as big budget as like this, the two Mortal Kombat's, the other Street Fighter, and Dragon Ball. 
Yeah, like, I think, like, on a budget of, like, what they're doing with this, um, it definitely is probably, like, the worst of the fighting game stuff I have seen. Um, it's also, like, they don't... All I, all it, I know is... Go ahead. I was gonna say, it's like, they. it seems like they were trying to go down what Resident Evil and Blood Rain were doing with, like, the secret agent shit in many ways, but, like, in a weird roundabout, they're like, Chun-Li isn't a secret agent, but she kind of is doing secret agent stuff. Well, because, like, that's, like, her character, but it's, like, they don't fully commit to it. It's just, it's just, like, they they wanted to do a bunch of things, but they didn't want, like, the roles that the characters were given in those roles, so they, like, switched them around, and while it worked for the original Street Fighter movie, it does not work for it. Yeah. I will just, my last thing will be, like, the only time I laughed in this movie, and it was completely not intentional, was during the final fight with Bison and Chun-Li, I don't know when it happens, but she does a flip, and then he cracks her in the head with like a two by four, and ah, I, and I, I do laughed. remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, "Whoa, that was random." <laughs> that made me giggle. <laughs> like, it's not supposed to be that. I was just like, "Oh, at least he's doing bad guy shit." Like, he's fighting dirty. When when, he, when the when they the, the when the two were having to fight in the bathroom, and the one gets like thrown through the glass, I. I, I popped pretty big for that because I was not expecting that. Yeah. Oh, you know why I think? Because that's the that's what happens that knocks her down where she then knocks the cement bags on him. Yeah. Which, if we can never do that in movies ever again, that would be fine. Like, she uh, hasn't even, like, really beat him. Like, no. He, 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 like, he, like, beats the shit out of her and then he gets, like, you know, he, he fucks himself up. Oh, I guess here's my real final thought. I guess this goes to all these kind of fighting movies. We had a really good, very famous, that did great in the box office fighting movie in the 80s. It was called Bloodsport. Why can't someone just do that again? Kumate, Kumate, Kumate. Yeah, like, w- isn't that a proof of concept? Yes, but Hollywood's <sighs> too stupid enough to try that. All right, so I guess um, you can check out uh, all the other shows. Uh, don't forget to leave a five-star review, tell a friend, uh, check out the comic show with all of us on. We just finished reading the comic book version of this, which was The Ultimates. And, um, yeah. Was this worse than The Ultimates? Uh, yes. I'd say as bad. So, uh, yeah. Check all that stuff out. Al, you have your video game channel, so... Um, oh my god, I'm terrible. I'm blanking on the name. Uh, are you with us, Alan? I am. I'm just, I was just <laughs> waiting for you to try to see if you can get it right. Uh, VGU.TV. Yeah, VGU. I was like, I think, I know it's like video game. Yeah. Okay, so VGU.TV. Um, I will have the link in here. Uh, you guys are doing a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm playing old games, except I did listen. And I just finished uh, listening to Console Wars, which was pretty good, and I definitely recommend it. But what are you guys covering on VGU right now? So, myself and Emmett recorded uh, the latest episode of the Players Club podcast, talking about dreams. And we have some other stuff that I'll send to you to put in the show notes. Uh, All right. Dreams, dreams Journey into Nights? Oh, no. isn't that the game that was the Sonic successor? No, uh, we were talking about, or we, we talked about the PS4 game, Dreams. Where you oh, can Dreams, yeah. Make... Project Dreams, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, the one Siler's talking about is the game that the Sonic team made after Sonic 2. Oh, Knights for the Saturn. Yeah, uh, Knights into Dreams, I think. Yeah. They covered it on uh, 
how did this get played which is like a video game podcast about bad and weird video games um which is fun so check that out too um yeah so check out all that stuff don't forget to rate review tell a friend and we will catch you guys next time Bye. Quick change the channel.